0: It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events
1: all centered around our community. Now, here's your host, Troy Holden. Welcome back to the Portland Chamber of Commerce podcast. We call it the Portland. Portland, I can't even say Portland today, the Portland Morning Brew, and I talk for a living. That's embarrassing. We're joined today by Mark Harrison. Mark is uh, Senior Vice President over at Farmers Bank. He's also a newly elected County Commissioner in, in District 3 in his first term. Mark, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Troy. I appreciate it.
1: Well, we are glad to have you. We uh, we had to do some, I think you called it Big Lots connectivity, but but we got it to work. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, we, we do still live in an area here in uh the county up in the northern part where there's probably still some phone lines running in creek beds. So, uh, but we were able to connect, so that's great. Yeah.
1: That is exactly right. Uh, I'm out um, about, I don't know, seven miles out from Portland towards Westmoreland out in the Oak Grove area. And, uh, boy, I was so happy. About ten years ago, they came through with the uh Uh, with the good cable connections and the good internet connections. And uh, boy, I was so glad to get that. And especially for this business, it's a big help.
0: You're out in my uh, old stomping grounds. I actually grew up at the end of Falla Ford Road, close to Dobbins Pike. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with the Oak Grove area. My, my parent, my dad was from Westmoreland, my mother from Portland. So, mm-hmm. so you're right in my, uh, you're right in my wheelhouse.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm actually out on Dana Kepley road on the other side of 52, but, uh, yeah, I love it out here. I've been Be out here about 11 Be careful.
0: years. I, I, I don't know, uh, careful. I don't know where to come roll your yard if I need this. So uh
1: <laughs> know exactly where you are. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We love it out here. It's, it's been great. So uh, Mark, you're uh, at Farmers. Talk a little bit first about, uh, about Farmers Bank. Uh, some of the people may be new to the community or maybe coming into town, they're visiting and listen to the podcast. Uh, I'd like to, Farmers is my bank, and I'd like for them to hear about uh, the good services you guys have.
0: Well, absolutely. Of course, I uh, I am in loan compliance, so anytime we mention the Farmer's Bank, I always need to plug member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And also, uh, <laughs> I've been here just over 34 years. I started when I was 20 years old. Uh, I worked my way up from the, uh, I actually started out as the bank courier. We had four branches at that time, and I drove around and picked up all of our checks and deposits and any other interoffice paperwork, and I brought them to our main office here in Portland. I worked my way into the bookkeeping department, stayed there for about three years, worked my way into the loan operations department as a processor, and then I moved from there into uh, loan review, which was an officer position. And then now, for the last almost 10 years, I have been uh, in loan compliance. Uh, I'm a senior vice president. uh, and, and like I said, the Farmers Bank's been very good to me. I, when I when I started, I worked my way through school, uh, through uh, volunteer state, and then transferred to Western Kentucky University. Finished up at David Livston University and graduated. I went to school at night for eleven years. Wow! And uh, so, uh, and, and obtained my bachelor's degree from there. I'm also a graduate of the uh, of the uh, Louisiana State University Graduate School of Banking down there. Uh, class of 2007. Um, the Farmers Bank has been very good to me. It's provided me an opportunity to live here in my hometown uh, and, and work here. I, I, I live up close to uh, uh, up close to the state line in the uh, Magnolia Springs subdivision up there on Bonesbury Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to work eight, nine minutes uh, from where you live uh, is a pretty good deal. I mean, a man could go to a go to lunch at home every day, you know, it right. was a too, and might, you know, might be able to pick up around the house or whatever. So it's been a good place to work. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm married, we have four children and, uh, and two grandchildren. And so, uh, so it's, it's provided me a great uh, opportunity through, uh, throughout the last 34 years to be, to be active in my community as well, as well as serve on the, uh, on the board of directors for the Portland chamber of commerce.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I had that honor uh many many years ago, probably about uh 15 years ago. Um I was on the uh, I was on the board and I think Don DC was on it at that time and a few others. It was about the time mm-hmm. uh that we were actually meeting to bring on a new uh, person to head the chamber and that was when I first met uh Sherry it was in interviews. Um, she came through the interview oh, yeah. process. Yeah, so it's been a while. Um yeah, it's so funny,
0: I went to school. I actually graduated high school with uh, with David uh, Sherry's husband. Mm-hmm. We graduated together, class of nineteen eighty seven. So I'm kind of dating myself a little bit, but uh, uh, I am almost sixty five years old. So
1: right, right, yep. Well, don't feel bad. I graduated in eighty one, but it was down in Murfreesboro. But uh, still, well, okay, I know yeah. I know what you mean. Time gets away. Riverdale or uh, Oakland? I I was you, a Riverdale. Riverdale or yeah. Oakland? Yeah, I went to Riverdale. Riverdale Warriors. Yep. Sure did, sure did. Um, yeah, good times. But my gosh, it it just seems like yesterday, but it sure wasn't. <laughs> I
0: understand it's, that. It's, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I know my parents told me my whole life, you know how how time would go so fast and this would happen and that would happen, and I'm like, yeah, right. And here here we are. Yeah, here we are.
0: You turn around twice and and you're on Social Security. I get it. I mean, that, that's, that's exactly that's right. what it feels like.
1: That's right. And and I really can appreciate working close. Uh, I came to Portland in, uh, I think I came up here around 2000, 2001. And, um, all, I lived out in Lioncrest for a long time. Uh, did I did some work at Unipress and Dido, and uh, you know it was always close. Always appreciated all that. Now now, uh, it's I actually count my my work commute in steps. I go about uh, ten steps or twelve steps from the kitchen <laughs> down into my studio, and and I get to do this every day. And just just beyond blessed to be able to do something like this after thirty five years. Um, so let's Absolutely. let's cut over uh let's cut over to the county commissioner thing what led you to get involved with that and and then I want to talk about you know a little more about district three and some of your um you know how it's going so far but first off what what sure. really drove you to get into it
0: well uh of course I come from a long line of folks who believed very strongly in giving back to their community uh my father of course was a uh was a county commissioner from 1978 until he, he passed away, uh, at, uh, at the end of his second term. He represented the, the Westmoreland, uh, community in district one, which was district one at that time. Uh, my mother was always, uh, very heavily involved in the PTA, uh, at school. And, uh, uh, and also I always remember, uh, one of the stories I like to tell about her is, Back in the day in our community, when, when someone passed away in the community, she was always the one that would call around to neighbors and make up flower money, which, which mm-hmm. basically meant she would call and everybody would contribute a little bit and they'd send flowers to the funeral home, uh, from the neighbors and friends in the, in the community in which we lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I always, uh, my, my, I had an uncle who was a, uh, was a city councilman here in, uh, Portland. Um, I also have a. Uh, my grandfather was one of the first vice mayors of Westmoreland when uh, when Westmoreland reorganized and, and and got their city charter back in the fifties. So so my family believes. In fact, I have a cousin who's on the county. Uh, I'm sorry, on the city council now, uh, Brian Woodall. So my family comes from a long line of public service, and so this is something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to give back to my community. Um, I, I went to school here, I graduated high school here I learned my values here, I go to church here uh, This is my home, I'm very proud of Portland And and, and where she has come from and, and I see a lot of prospects for the future So so I decided to run uh, in District 3 uh, Which comprises the majority of the city limits of Portland I also take in a, a large chunk of the Mitchell community uh, and my dividing line is is basically north russell and and the uh, railroad okay uh, so so anything anything from that section west to thirty one w and down highway fifty two uh, is is in my district uh, I've got every school in Portland with the exception of watt Hardison. uh watt is about five hundred yards from being in my district as well so so uh, I'm very proud to represent Portland. Uh, I felt very fortunate when I ran back in um, back in uh, May of last year was the primary, and then uh, the general election was in uh, was in August for the county elections. And I was very fortunate. Uh, I ran on a post uh, for a vacant seat, and and, I, and I'm very honored and very humbled about that. I I, I kind of read into that 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 people had enough confidence in me that they felt like I would do a good job, and, and I certainly appreciate that.
1: Right, right. That is fantastic. That's good to have that vote of confidence. Now, the um, I'll tell you what it's the
0: easiest way. It's the easiest way to run a race. I'll tell you.
1: It's that. it's got oh, well. to be. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, the way. Uh, gosh, the way things are now, my goodness, I, I would hate to be involved in in anything where there were several candidates because you never know what's what's going to come up. It's just amazing these days. Um, so well, let's talk sure. about uh, you know a county commission meeting and the type of things that you guys usually discuss. Um, you know, so people kind of get a deeper understanding of how that process works.
0: Sure. I'd be glad to talk about that. Uh, the county commission at its heart is is a funding source. Uh, our number one objective is to uh, approve a budget set the tax rate and allocate resources to the various departments and, the, and, and elected officials throughout the county. We're talking about the uh, county mayor's office we're talking about ems which pertains to ambulance service uh the emergency management which would be anything related to uh, any kind of rescues on old hickory lake anything related to uh um you know storm storms coming through the area we get a lot of announcements especially here recently with the storms that we've experienced uh we get uh advanced warning of that uh, certainly, the highway department—that's a—that's a crucial department for our end of the county. A lot of county roads up here. Uh, we fund that, the Registry deeds office, trustees' office, um, on and on and on. That is our number one job. We also handle certain zoning issues out in the county, um, and 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 there are there are a few other, but that that we handle. But that is uh, well, not, I would be remiss if I left out the school system we're responsible for funding schools. And so um, that is, that is the, the crux of what the county commission does. And there's a lot of tough choices that have to be made. We just went through the budget process and we approved the budget. We set the tax rate. Um, and so it, it, there's a lot of hours that go into those kinds of decisions. Uh, uh, in our typical county commission meeting here lately Uh, It won't be anything for us to go from 7 o'clock. In fact, we've got one coming up this Monday night on the 17th at the county administration building in Gallup. It wouldn't be anything for us to meet till midnight.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: And and you also have various committee meetings that you attend. I'm on on the budget committee, of course. I'm chairman of the, the county's audit committee. Uh, I also serve on what is affectionately known as the beer board, but we've only met one time. We would approve any beer permits out in the county uh, mm-hmm. that met the criteria. So uh, we're going to have one since I've been in office, and, and this will be about 10 months. So mm-hmm. that's what okay. we do.
1: Okay. Busy, busy. And, I'll, you know, that's, that's really great, someone that is established in the community and in the county and able to represent, um, you know, that that large group of people, um, you're definitely invested, and in that uh, that says a lot because uh, you know uh, I, I'm sure there's. There's times where in larger towns, larger areas, there are people that get into these positions that haven't been living in those areas that long. And and it's just a stepping stone, you know, for maybe they're looking to move up to become a mayor or a governor or whatever. But I really, you know, I really can see your vested interest in that. And that's really good to hear. Um, When, uh, How often does the commission meet as far as your regular meetings?
0: Our meetings are uh, once a month. They are generally held on the third Monday night of each month uh, at the county administration building. They would begin at 7 o'clock and end whenever our agenda is complete. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, there's a couple of months throughout the year. uh, For example, in June, the third Monday actually fell on the Juneteenth holiday, and so Mm -hmm. we met on the 4th. Uh, the fourth uh, uh, Monday night. Uh, I think that also happened uh, with uh, President's Day in February, so we met on the fourth Monday night of that month. But generally, that, uh, that calendar is published, and it's on the uh, county website, SumnerCountyTN.gov. Mm-hmm. And uh, our calendar is set at the beginning of our, of our year, which starts in September 1, and it will be published. And so everybody knows ahead of time when those meetings are going to be. And it's always at 7 o'clock at the county administration building.
1: Okay. Okay. Good deal.
0: Um, I think it's affectionately known across the county as the Taj Mahal. Yeah, exactly. It's not a great big building anymore. It's not a great big building anymore compared to what it looked like when it was built 30-something years ago.
1: Right, right. And the the new courthouse is under construction down there. Wow. Uh, The new courthouse, and that's
0: something that the county commission also is responsible for funding. All of the Mm -hmm. judges, all of the courts... Uh, we have two general sessions judges we have a criminal court judge circuit court uh certainly a chancellor all of those are state state offices mm-hmm. but uh, but yes we're responsible for their budget as well I, I'm glad you mentioned that because i had i would be remiss if i didn't uh, mention uh those great we've got some great judges in some of the county. mm
1: mm-hmm. mhm mhm yeah, I've been been watching the progress of that come along. That is uh, that is some more facility. That's going to be really really nice.
0: Um, it's an impressive looking building, and I, and I know mm-hmm. that there's people out there that probably think, well, that is such a massive building. We'll never. I, I guarantee you, we will outgrow that thing in five to ten years. You oh, can yeah, just rest yeah. assured um, there is room for growth, but we will outgrow it. Nobody ever thought we would outgrow the administration building, but yet here we are.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it's it's just like anything. I've built – hay barns and different stuff out here. And I don't think I ever got done and thought, yeah, I probably should have made that a little bit smaller.
0: <laughs> it's always, <laughs> I probably Never should happened, have made it exactly. bigger.
1: Yeah, it always needed to be bigger. You always wish it was a little bigger. Um, do, right. you get, do you get a lot of input from your constituents? Do you hear a lot from people on the issues before you get to meetings or or is that uh, not uh, not the case?
0: well you know in my in my particular district as i said the majority the overwhelming majority of my district comprises the city limits of portland so when mm-hmm. you think about that most of the jurisdiction in my district falls under the city council and the and the mayor mayor pallas mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and so i do have i do have a certain area out in Mitchellville and and out towards the the uh, out towards the state line that is all county, mm-hmm. uh, but the majority of, the, uh, of things are handled now uh, by the city council and, and mm-hmm. falls under their purview. Now I do get a lot of input because keep in mind, even though you live in the city limits, Portland, you also pay county property taxes, mm-hmm. and and also bear in mind that all of the schools are under the purview of the summer county board of education and dr Mm -hmm. langford now so so yes i do get a lot of input there are a lot of stakeholders out there that have questions either about schools about county roads about various other issues that are going on uh with the county commission especially right now there's quite a bit of controversy and there's there are some lawsuits that are going up, and that always happens. But uh, And certainly the sheriff's office is involved in that as well. And so I do get a lot of input from a lot of stakeholders, both inside and outside my district.
1: Okay. Okay, interesting and good to know. It's good to know people are interested in what's going on and do, you know, th- that's what this system is all about. That's what it's supposed to be, and it's, it's good to hear. Um, let's change gears a little bit. You mentioned that you're on the board up at the chamber. Has that, uh, how long have you been in that position?
0: I've been on that board, uh, gosh, time gets away. I'd say 12 to 15 months give or take, maybe mm-hmm. plus or minus a month or two there. Uh, but, uh, but I've always been heavily involved with the Chamber because mm-hmm. I was a member of the Portland Lions Club, uh, and I think I still am a member, uh, probably running close to 25 years. Mm-hmm. And the Lions Club always partnered together with the Chamber of Commerce. We always handled the vendors at the Strawberry Festival up until just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I've always, I've always had a partnership with uh, with Sherry at the Chamber, and the, and before her, of course, uh, uh, I believe it was Amy Wald who was yep. the director of the Chamber at that time. Yep. We might have had somebody else in between there for maybe fifteen minutes or so, but uh, uh-huh. uh, we primarily worked with Sherry for a number of years, and uh, um, and, and certainly I, I enjoy being a part of the Chamber. The Chamber does an outstanding job with all of the events. Uh, that are going on, Sherry and Kristen and Lacey and Frida, uh, they do an outstanding job. They, they, mm-hmm. there's been controversy, you know, with, with some things going on in the city from various uh, uh, malcontents, I guess you'd say. But the chamber, I'm just telling you, there's nobody that works any harder to promote the good that is in this community than the Portland Chamber of Commerce.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. They just do a wonderful job. And Portland, again, Portland's my home, and it's a wonderful place to live, work, play, raise a family, go to church, uh, do your shopping, whatever. I mean, it's, uh, we, every town has its issues, but the Portland Chamber of Commerce does an outstanding job, and nobody's going to outwork work, I can assure you that.
1: Right. Right, I agree a hundred percent. Fantastic. And, and let
0: me mention too. I'm very excited about them moving into this new building. I'm excited about seeing the progress that's going on with that, and mm-hmm. uh, and can't wait to see it. See the finished product.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Sherry, and and. Uh, Mayor Callis and, and myself talked about that last week. I, was, I didn't know they were as far along as they are. Uh, of course, being pigeonholed out here, uh, working from home, I don't go into town as much as I used to, but uh, it, it's, it's really awesome to see that. Mark, let us thank you for your, your time. I want people to know how to get in touch with you if they're in the district and want to ask questions. Uh, how can they best get in touch with you?
0: Absolutely. Well, certainly, I am. I'm. I'm here at the Farmers Bank every single day. All you have to do is call the phone and ask for ask for me. And I've had the same extension. God, I don't know. Probably thirty years. Uh. So so feel free to reach out to me in time. My address, my number, my email address is all on the county website. It's www.sumnercountytn.gov.gov. And so please feel free to reach out to me anytime. Be glad to talk to you about any concerns that you might have, any input, any suggestions you might have. Always willing to listen to, to you. Even if you're not in my district, my, my, my feeling has always been my district, my city, this, the northern end of the county and then Sumner County as a whole. That's how I kind of prioritize my votes mm-hmm. and my feelings about issues. So certainly, please feel free to reach out to me, even if you're not in my district, but especially if you are, would love to hear from you.
1: Awesome. Mark, thanks so much for your time. This has been uh, Mark Harrison. He's at Farmers Bank, Senior Vice President. He's also your County Commissioner in District 3 in his first term, and I'm sure he greatly appreciates your support. Mark, thank you so much for your time.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Troy. You have a great day.
1: This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening and join us again soon.